What is your biggest challenge with getting restful sleep? Because you can go to bed, close your eyes and fall asleep eventually, and then realize you hadn't really gotten restful sleep because you wake up still tired. Hello and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This episode is a recording from a live video I did recently. In it, I answer some questions about how to fit in restorative sleep during a time that makes quality sleep elusive. Enjoy the episode. How are you? Are you rested or are you rushed? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling exhausted by all of the things that have been going on in the world, in your own life, with having to adjust to different schedules and your kids' schedules if you have kids and your work schedule and where you're working and the work setup? It's a lot. It's been quite a year. And I go into more detail about some questions that have come into me about how to get restful sleep. And some science is in there too, which is really great that can help you determine some ways to find a rhythm to your sleep each day. And you can actually have some goals set for you to get your best restful sleep. Everybody's different in terms of when they can sleep best during the evening and what their weeks look like. Of course. And there are so many little tweaks and tricks that you can do in order to make sure that you're getting the best sleep for your body. Because the fact remains, sleep is your body's natural process of restoring and refreshing and renewing itself every single day. So when you are going through your day and you're at the end of the day and you're feeling like, oh, bed, why do I have to go to bed? I'm tired. Why can't I just keep going? I can get more done. I can get more done. Well, sleep is really a gift. And instead of asking that question, the better question to ask is how can I manage my energy more sustainably each day and each week? And when you have a lot on the go and when you have a lot of change in your life, especially, it becomes even more tiring. So that's why I'm talking about sleep this week. So make sure you go check out episode 27 of the Connect podcast. It's all about getting your best sleep. And you can hear some tips I've got on there, as well as just some answers to some questions that have come in, some things that have worked for me, and also a mindset shift, which I am huge on. If you've been following me for a while, there is, yes, there's science and there's the natural rhythms of the body and your feminine cycles, if you are female identifying. And even if you're just male identifying, if we all have rhythms to our bodies, right? And yet when we tap into those things, it helps to bring us closer to the source that created us. And it can bring us a sense of solace, which is exactly what we need in order to get good sleep. Am I right? So make sure you go check out episode 27 of the Connect Podcast. And for today, I had put out some 
requests for what causes people to not get their best sleep? What do they feel like is getting in the way? And I want to talk about some of the questions that came in and comments and also just my thoughts on what comes in. Some of them are kind of cute. Some of them are just real life. People are really in it in their families and in their worlds. And so I'm going to read to you basically the question I put out was, what is your biggest challenge with getting restful sleep? Because you can go to bed, close your eyes and fall asleep eventually, and then realize you hadn't really gotten restful sleep because you wake up still tired, right? That was one of the questions on episode 27 of the podcast that I talked about. And there are reasons for that. So you can go listen to that. And more people are aware of the sleep they're getting because they're wearing those special watches that can track and the sensors that track their sleep. And I've had people come to me and tell me, I went to bed for eight hours, but I really only slept for four. What is going on? (laughs) So they had to go deep in identifying, well, what are the things that are getting in the way? And everybody, I will say this to you now, you may ask the question and wonder why, why I just want to fix it. And that is so common for us. We just want, we see a problem. We just want it fixed. We want it gone. When really we're so busy, we don't have time to have that problem, right? But what we need to do is stop what we're doing, take some deep breaths and tune into our bodies and how we're truly feeling, tune into our heart, tune into our mind, the whole enchilada and determine what's going on. What do I think is the root? How am I really feeling? Am I happy in my work, in my home life, in my relationships, with my self-care, with my health, with my mindset? Often we're too busy to even stop and ask those questions. And that's why there's so many people who are big on meditation, because it's in those moments we're trying to think about nothing that all those things come up. And I think that's the beauty of meditation. It's not about clearing your mind. It's about what comes up. And the beautiful thing is when you do deal with those things as they come up, your mind becomes more spacious. The overwhelm starts to go away. That's what I found for myself, even in my prayer life, even when it wasn't me just quietly meditating, but it was when I was maybe just communicating with my creator and just tuning into gratitude. It it created space for me because when you tap into gratitude, you realize there's more than enough time. There's more than enough money. There's more than enough love. There's more than enough opportunity because we live in an abundant world and we need to take time to tap into that. So the comments that came up to my question, what is your biggest challenge with getting restful sleep? A couple of women said deadlines and they were high-fiving on that one because they have work and they have the rest of their life to cram into a small space They're doing more work than ever. That was one response. Another response was, I can't shut my brain off. I have at least five things going on at the exact same time. That sounds a lot like overwhelm to me. And my short answer, when I reflect on that, what can really, really help, and you will see it beautifully impact your sleep, is having some sort of short ritual every night before you go to bed or right at bedtime even, where you're free writing what is going on in your mind, not to fix all the problems, not to solve everything and sort everything out, but to have it all documented so that you can then look at it the next day. 
The key is scheduling time the next day or at some point in that week to tackle those things that are on your mind. And what I found so helpful is to sit with a friend, to have a phone call, a tea date, a virtual call, whatever, a walk, and talk it through. And you're going to find the solutions will come beautifully. So that is why things are spinning. That's been big with people I love in my life who lie in bed at night and can't turn it off. So that's one thing you can do. And once you do that, it's having the soothing rituals of, you know, whether it's lavender essential oils, if that's your thing, or, you know, rubbing some cream on your hands and feet or getting a massage from your loved one, if they will do that for you. Um, there's many other things. Hey, Andrea, nice to see you. Uh, we're talking about sleep, talking all about sleep. And uh, another thing, now that my friend Andrew has come on, he's an amazing guitarist, by the way, uh, classical guitarist. You can listen to soothing music before you go to sleep. Too often people are watching the news before they go to bed. They are looking at social media. Hey, I fall into that too. You know, there's just too many cool things to follow. But right now, what's flashing across all the screens? It's just all of this stuff that's overwhelming us, right? So listening to classical music, listening to soft, soothing music, or just sitting quietly or meditating. There's many things you can do, but the writing down of whatever is overwhelming you is huge. The next thing someone said when I asked the question, what is your biggest challenge with getting restful sleep? They said, my kids don't sleep. And when they are asleep, my brain is still active. Oh, I can totally relate to this. Oh my goodness. When they were very little, when they were babies, my kids have been great sleepers. When they were babies, it was, yeah, hearing them cry or needing to check on them constantly. It really takes over. And I do talk about that actually in one of the podcasts. I think it might be the one that just launched today. And I would recommend once again, still having that bedtime routine is really going to help for you. And it's going to help your kids. You say your kids don't sleep. I'd love to know how old your kids are. Are they teenagers and they stay up all night or are they very young? It certainly depends on that for you to institute a bedtime routine for them. Your 16 year old might not be into you having um, a set bedtime routine Unless it's a super cool one, you could make a really cool one with them and have them tell you how they want to do this. Because here's the key. This is what has helped me with my kids, talking to them about the importance of sleep when they're of the mindset and the age that they can understand it. So that's very big. And I will go into more detail on another podcast about some wonderful things that have worked for me there. Someone else says, I sleep great, but I can't help those of y'all that don't. That's awesome. I love that. I sleep great, but I can't help those y'all that don't. Well, it's wonderful that someone's sleeping. I do love that. The next one that came up was my cats thinking it's playtime. Oh, yes. We had this one. We had a little kitten. The kitten was playful and wanted to sleep on our feet and play with our feet at night. So what we ended up doing was giving him all these nice stuffed animals and cute, cool things in the basement. And we closed the door and we said, night, night. And we left a nightlight out and we left his litter and his food and all of that. And you know what? After a few nights, like he, he just got so used to it that he, even to this day, when it's dark, he's like, okay, I'm going downstairs now. Okay. Good night. Kind of thing. We, he still goes down there because then he doesn't wake us up in the morning. So you can do that. It's not cruel. He sleeps. He actually sleeps. He loves it. It's his domain down there. That's what we do. And another one person says to turn my mind off and actually go to sleep before midnight. I wake up at 5.50 a.m. 
I wake up at 5.40 a.m. Hey, we should chat in the morning. Yes, you need to set a bedtime routine for yourself. That is super, super important. That was Janelle. Oh, sorry, no, that was Crystal. Crystal, you need to have a bedtime routine. We, we're gonna do some really good work on our sleep hygiene, our adult bedtime routines, we are. And I'll read a few more. I fall asleep in a blink, but if I wake up, my brain takes over. I keep a notepad by my bed. I take it into the bathroom so I don't wake up my husband and I write down my ideas. I take a few deep breaths and some essential oils a little sip of water and then I just breathe and I focus on my breathing and I'll go back to bed and I will focus on my breathing and that really helps to get me back to sleep. That's a tip. Um, my breastfeeding baby wakes me up. Yeah, can't really, you know, that one is a necessity and the bottom line with that one is naps. You have a breastfeeding baby, you get those naps in. Make sure you do that. That's Lindsay. Heather says, staying up way past when I'm naturally tired. And I had this issue also, so I encourage you to, again, work on your bedtime routine. Two more here, or three more, not being able to stay asleep past 3 a.m. This is probably a hormonal-based issue. It could be food-related also, um, underlying health conditions. So this is something that we can talk about in a future episode also. And then Erica says, my teething one-year-old, yep, been there too. That's kind of a time-of-life thing, right? And the last one that we're going to talk about is kids. So kids work overwhelmed. I think the key is it's our minds though. If we can get a bedtime routine for ourselves and for our kids, and if we can get the stuff out of our head so we can sleep better, we're going to do it and our bodies are going to thank us. So that's all for today. Thank you for joining me. And I wish you all the best with your sleep and with your health. Have a fabulous day. Did any of the questions resonate with you? We all struggle with sleep at one time or another in our lives. As always, these Q&A sessions are for educational purposes only and are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any health issues you may have. I highly recommend that you consult with your doctor before beginning any new health protocol. I hope you heard an idea that may make a difference in your sleep practice. I'd love to know what your next steps are. Please share and tag me at Sheila A. Batello on Instagram to let me know. Hearing others share their experience helps us not feel so alone when we face sleepless nights. Here's to your best sleep. I'll see you next time. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.